Tuesday afternoon on the muster, heading up to central Otago. Arby is from Closeburn Station. Grant Disaster McMaster, thanks to the team at Arby Rural, joins us weekly on the muster. G'day, Grant. G'day, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. How's things in the basin? Well, bit, bit, of, a chilly, bit of a chilly start to winter this morning. Um, around at Moak Lake, minus four degree frost. Snow right down uh, pretty low. But uh, I'm now out at, uh, out at Arrowtown, out at the Hills Block, just drenching the hoggets. And, um, yeah, it's been a very heavy frost here, but the sun's out a beautiful day, and it's uh, crept up the outside temperature to 8 degrees. So, uh, yeah, winter's here, and as I say, the snow's right down, but one, one thing about it, you know, it's been, a good, it's been a good frost to start the winter off, but over here, the, uh, the grass is still green and um, still quite palatable, so uh, she's still a bonus at this stage, Andy. Feed's looking all right in the paddocks at the moment? Yeah, yeah, they are. The... Um, well, actually, the the, the uh, did you say Swedes? No, the feed. Oh, the feed. Yeah, no, the feed's looking good. It's um a big it's a big change from last year when it was dry all the way through. So, and I think that was you know got the hoggets over or the ewe lambs over and nothing really grew and they were behind the eight ball. So uh, this year the same thing happened, but I've kept them I kept them back at close turn on the hill for a lot longer. They've only been over here what, a month or probably a bit longer than that now. But the feed really, you know, it was really dry here. The feed's come away and it's good quality. And um, so, yeah, we're going to, uh, well, the, the, the turnips in Moat are not a great crop, probably only about or five tonne, and I think that's wishful thinking. But, uh, they'll, you know, we'll get a, probably six weeks out of that. So uh, won't start that until the middle of next month. And then between now and then, they've got good quality feed, the hoggets to go on. So, uh, you know, well ahead of last year. The snow will be quite low on Coronet, is it? Yeah, it is. It's uh, right down just below the road and on Mount Dewar. And uh, over the other side of the lake, it's halfway down to the down to the lake level. But um, yeah, that time of the year, it's quite a good quite a good dumping up behind Mount Soho and through the back of Nicholas. So uh, yeah, she's, uh, it'll probably stay around for a while now. It's just June realigning itself. Though. I mean, we're a fortnight out tomorrow from the shorter stage, so it had to happen. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you know, you uh, we get a bit carried away with the Indian summer, but you've got to take it while you can. But, you know, as you say, it's, uh, you know, we, we need it, well, we needed a very good autumn to try and get us out of the, uh, out of the danger zone, and we've certainly had that in, 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 our, in our situation where uh, I think we're as good as we've, we've been for a long time. Hey, if it's been a problem up there? No, no, uh, we get everything else, but no, we haven't had the aphids... Uh, no, I, there was a little bit of brown rot in some of the turnips, not a lot, but just saw that as when we when we weighed them, but uh, the moata grew well, and, and, and the turnips, you know, they're, they're looking pretty good. So, uh, no, no, no aphids. Pretty much just run-of-the-mill June day, just cold in the mornings, but you've got the blue sky, you can tolerate that. Oh, you can, and as I say, look, it's, it's 8 degrees, it's same, but it's, uh, it's really quite pleasant when you're sitting in the sun. Let's talk about something different this afternoon, disaster. The tailing pain relief. It's, um, it sounds as though this is something that is coming to the fore and it is really concerning. Yeah, it is. Now, uh, you know, I know we've got to go off the times, but this, I read this article in the, in the Farmers Weekly and just the, what concerns me about it is a group of farmers uh, being asked to uh, go out and, and uh, implement this by 2025 when the actual animal New Zealand standards, you know, there's another 10 years to go before anything like this has got to happen. So I just I just think, um, I, I just read, and it's to do with Merino New Zealand now, Merino New Zealand have, have put Merino wool on the map, so I'm not having a go at them, but 
um, they're, they're um, advising their ZQ program growers to, to this, about the pain relief and tailing. And I think uh, it's, you know, part of the story for the pain relief is uh, specified for, you know, the animal husbandry procedures, but it's not actually been legalised in New Zealand yet. And they're saying, you know, as I said before, another few years. But it's, um, you know, they've, uh, they've worked... I think a lot of it is... It's, 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 it appears to be regarding market access as opposed to animal welfare now, whether that's right or wrong, I know you've got to go where the markets are, but I think the danger here is, uh, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. So, uh, you know, federated farmers have come out and said that, um, you know, regulations are catching up with technology, but, um, the appro- you know, we need the appropriate consultation to be conducted with the wider sheep industry instead of just one group. And um, it's almost so the the cart before the, before the horse. But, um, you know, with companies having their own rules and regulations is, you know, they're basically saying there's, it's quite a serious risk to the ad hoc approach and not to mention it sort of undermines the whole farming systems that we're built on. So I, I think we've got to be, I know we've, we've got to do what's, what's right, but, um, and I, I don't know the full details, but I don't, you know, I think it's, uh, it's important that we're small steps before we, before we have to take the big, big steps. And, and in that time, as we know, with whatever, whatever we're talking about these days, there's a lot of uh, R&D to go into these things before we come out with the final, the final outcome. I mean, we just got to look at the tail situation now. Having to leave longer tails, all it's done this year, mate, it's created extra chance of fly strike and just dags being left on. I can't see anything good coming out of this. No, I can't either. And it's, again, I think it goes to people that have got no skin in the game or don't know too much about it that sit down and make these rules and regulations and we've you know, we're well aware of what's happening with everything else and I think this is just another another part of that that we just need to uh, you know, step back a little bit and um and and work it out for the you know, for the good of everybody. And as you say, um especially with that way, you know, thing the seasons are changing and that we you know we've got that little Australian green fly that could, you know, it blows on the back of a sheep, doesn't, you know, doesn't have to have a dag anywhere, let alone a long tail with a little bit of bit of dag on it. It's, uh, it's, it's just a recipe for disaster. It's just more bureaucracy at play. It just seems that way. I mean, you can understand overseas looking in, the process of tailing is um, a bit of a delicate one for a lot of people, but, I mean, it's... I don't know what we do around this, though. I mean, you, if you're going to have to go through and give anaesthetic to every animal coming through the cradle, it's, it's not going to be worth doing, is it? No, it's not. And that's why I think, you know, getting back to what we are saying, it's, you know, you've got to take a breather and work out what, you know, let a bit of common sense prevail. Not, not that it probably will. But, you know, to have uh, various groups, I think the danger, what I'm trying to say, is that the various groups that are going out and trying to do things on their on their Pat Malone is going to cause a lot of trouble to uh, everybody else in the, in the industry that, you know, we need we need the R&D done. We, whatever has got to happen, we've got to be all united in it and, and it's, it's got to be able to work and be practical. Absolutely, Grant. It's a great point you bring up this afternoon. We'll leave it there. It's definitely something we need to ponder looking forward. You enjoy the sun on your back this afternoon. I'll do that, and um, we'll uh, we'll talk next week, and hopefully we're probably still in a ru- probably in a run of frost still. Grant McMaster there. Thanks to the team at RB Rural as we catch up weekly here on the muster. Up next, Brett Lucas out of Property Brokers.